Welcome to the Brunch and Slay podcast, your weekly dose of inspiration. Well, we remember that if she can, I can, we all can. I'm your host, Amira Sane, founder of Brunch and Slay, a lifestyle brand created to inspire women to live their best life every day. been a whirlwind, hasn't it? I know that you're excited about listening to this episode because I have the Miss Kim Roxy, who, if you don't know who she is, she is the most innovative woman in the makeup world that I know. I had the pleasure of meeting Kim a few years ago back when I lived in Houston, and I just, she's just a girl's girl. She's she's our kind of people. But before you guys hear from her today, I want to tell you a little bit about what's been going on in my world, okay? So I have been sheltering in a place for I don't know how many days, how many weeks, how many months, <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even care. I've been walking around, y'all, having the craziest experiences uh, during my walks. Like, only Amira can go through some of this stuff. If y'all are watching my stories, then you know that it has been a hot freaking mess. But I've been walking. I've been focusing on my health and really uh, getting it done. But one of the things I've noticed, and maybe y'all are here too, is I'm so lethargic. Like, sitting around all day is hard work. Sitting around all day is hard work. I'm needing naps in the middle of the day. I'm a little cranky if I don't get my nap. I'm like a five-year-old. I'm like, I don't know if it's because I'm hanging around my daughter so much. <laughs> yeah, Denver's a bad influence, y'all. She's a bad influence. But I literally have. and But I also have had a lot of time to just just reset, just be. And that part has been good. But I've also been constantly battling this inner voice inner demon telling me I'm not doing enough or I am doing enough clap your hands today and then tomorrow you fall off and you don't and it's this constant battle of good and evil um and it's been different and I just want to let y'all know how that feels and that you're not alone and and it's okay just get done what you can and give yourself some room to, to, to sleep in to eat to relax, to do all those things. And I have been able to, though, work on a lot of new cool stuff with Brunch and Slay. I've kind of been alluding to that for last year about me really wanting to solidify Brunch and Slay as a resource for, for everybody, for you, right? As so many times I look at resources and there's so many great brands out there and great folks out there creating uh, content and courses and experiences, but not often do I see them created by people who look like me or other people of color. And that was what initially kind of heightened me creating Brunch and Slay, but that's what's going to carry us to the next level because we are amping it up, y'all. And the next few weeks, we will be launching and sharing our new website full of resources for you from uh, digital articles to courses that you've been asking me for and DMing me about. And y'all, I can honestly say they're done at the, at the highest level that I can put them out at this point. I wanted to make sure that you weren't just taking a course of me uh, half as valuing your time or answering your questions. I dove deep. I asked questions. I reached out to people who had DM me asking me questions. I had long phone calls with them, asking them why they wanted to know what they needed from the courses that we created, because I wanted to make sure we over deliver. Because above all else, I want you to know 
that I value you and I value your hard work. And if you're investing in yourself by way of Brunch and Slay, then I want every penny to be worth it and no regret. So just know that. And that's what we're working on. Um, just being being resources. I've also been watching TV, y'all. I uh, been watched a new binge. I can't even talk. Binge watched a new show called Hollywood. Hilarious, really good, well written. Uh, Janet Mock directed it and wrote it, so it is just pretty damn awesome. Y'all got to check it out. It's on Netflix. Uh, but before I go down a rabbit hole, check out this episode with Kim Roxy. Well, y'all, I don't know about you, but I think I'm kind of into meeting ladies who are about that life and who really go out and get whatever it is they want. And this lady is like the ultimate version of figuring it out, right? We don't have, we often want these things and we have these dreams and we have no idea how to go, how to go after them. But this lady is the queen of figuring that out and not only doing that, but shining and bringing everybody along as she does it. But before you get to hear all the greatness that is her, I want to send a special shout out to Lady MLS. She left a review. She said, great growth content. Every time I listen to a Brunch and Slay podcast, I gain some valuable information. I just listened to Tara Darnley, whom I just met this week on another platform, and gain more execution strategies. Keep it coming, Amira. Thank you, Lady MLS. That was awesome. And thank you for answering the call. And I love that episode with Tara. She killed it, didn't she? I mean, we had the best time. I, I cannot wait to have brunch with her in real life. So today's guest, y'all, she is a lady in H-Town who is like an innovator before like all the things that we see right now. I kind of, I know she probably has to pop her collar a little bit because I know she has inspired many people to go on and create their own uh, beauty lines and skincare lines. And she was doing this way before it was in and before it was so easy to just tap into Alibaba and get some get some good packaging. No shade, but this is a this is a pioneer here on the show. I want y'all to help me welcome Miss Kim Roxy. Hey Kim. Hey Amir. Oh my gosh. Am I really on Brunch and Slay? Like is this really <laughs> is this really happening right now? Like <laughs> yeah, yeah. Kim and I literally, this is crazy. This lady in my schedule this last year, literally I asked her a year ago. I was like, girl, I gotta get you on the show in person. We were in the same city at the same time. And it took me a year to get my life together to sit down and talk to this woman who has inspired me so much. So thank you so much for being on the show. Oh, thank you for having me. And um, I admire everything that you're doing, your consistency. That just goes to show that you have a year worth the runway. You know, when you even say a year ago, you asked me and you're still doing it a year later. Uh, that I think that's worth the applause um, that we can pop your collar on. Oh, look at you trying to get me all teared up. You know, I'm not emotional, but dang, girl. <laughs> y'all, let me tell y'all, I'm going to take y'all back to the first time I met this lady. Okay, I, I, a lot of people who listen to this show, you know, I used to live in Houston, but I'm, I'm not from there. And I, but I lived there so long, I definitely call it home. Uh, I was at an event I was having, or was, yeah. And I meet this lady and she has these like beat eyebrows, first of all, they, they're just popping. And she walks up to me and she was like, come here. And she grabs my cheekbone and, you know, I'm like, a, I'm a one of those people who kind of like, okay, girl, like, what's going on? And she said, let me help you out. And she just started fixing my eyebrows. And I thought, who is this lady? But get to know her. She's talking to me while she's doing it. She's like, this is my product. Of course, I'm not from Houston, but everybody knows the Kim Roxy. I didn't know that at the time, but she blessed my brows. And she hit me to some things. And we've been cool ever since. Ever since. Ever since. Ever since. <laughs> 
<laughs> ever since. <laughs> Shout out to you, Belly and My Cheek, for, for doing that and, and, and putting Kim oh, out yes. there us. Yes. Yes, yes. I love that boutique. Yes. So, Kim, y'all, I kind of alluded to the, the grandeur and the amazingness that is her and starting this product, but she is the woman who the Houston Chronicle calls the woman building the tech ecosystem in the fourth largest city in the country. Now, that is something not to be taken lightly, y'all. Hmm. 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 Let's just go. Hmm. <laughs> and y'all forgive me. I again, I'm coming. I'm fighting a uh, cold. I'm on the, the tail end of it. So if you hear a little raspiness or congestion in my voice, that's what it is. But I feel so much better than I sound. So please forgive me. But what does that feel like? Tell me what 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 that moment was like when you read that headline, girl. Yeah, I, I did what I just did. I was like, hmm. Like, you know, it it really it for me it really wasn't like a you know, congratulations. Yay. It was more like a, hmm, and the plight that we're up against, mm. you know? Mm-hmm. So for me, it was more of a sombering kind of moment. Like I, 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 um, because I know what we're, what we're, what, what needs to be done in this sort of system, you know, and in the ecosystem and, and knowing that, you know, when I was coming, I went out to Austin to learn some things around tech and all of that for my business um, and like closed my brick and mortar store to go and try to figure out how to scale my business through tech because I knew tech was like the new way to innovate and I needed to understand things and I couldn't get the resources here in Houston that I needed. So I had to go out to Austin and out to California and um coming back to Houston and just sharing what I was learning. That's all I was doing. I was literally having meetups sharing what I was learning. I learned this. I come back to Houston, hold an event where I'm just sharing with the ladies what I've learned. And um, that got me in that headline and now have put me in the position that I'm in now and a lot of work is being done. So, um, and I'm on the grind right now working and building and, meeting and um you know so so for me it's 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 not something that I thought I was even signing up for I wasn't trying to make that article that wasn't that wasn't a goal on my vision board that was that was something that just came out of me trying to go get help me coming back to render aid it's almost like you know I think it's like if you're a nurse or a doctor like if you see someone who's in a in a first aid type of situation, right? A panic or a 911 type of situation, you can't sit there like and like know you have the skills to do CPR and not do it, right? Like something in you makes you like, I gotta help. Oh, and damn. Yeah. Man, I mean, that says so much about who you are. So much about who you are. I mean, I don't even know. I mean, let me be clear too, because this lady is so humble. Houston, again, is the fourth largest city in America. And this woman had a brick and mortar that had been thriving for years in River Oaks, which is one of the most expensive zip codes in probably the Texas, let alone the country. And makeup classes, her makeup lines, no one else's stuff, like killing it, brushes. I've taken classes at her at her studio. I, I still have my kabuki, what is it, kabuki, kabuki brush? Yeah, the kabuki yes. brush. <laughs> I use that, like, literally, she showed me how to use those techniques, not just a video. Like, this woman was, was and is killing it, okay? And to pause that, to feed into herself and then say, I got to share this with people, that's the true definition of we build, we win. I don't even, wow, Kim. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. 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 So, so 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. So that's, that's where, that's where we landed and that's how we land here. And I just can't express enough how right now that means I want people to kind of just figuratively almost like imagine in their minds and put themselves because we're all in those positions, whether it be at their work, at home, where you're trying to build. And I just want people to kind of, you know, like put themselves and put that mindset on it. And that that's where I am right now in, in the plight of building a tech ecosystem here in Houston. Right. So let's go back to the beginning because your story is so unique. And um, I love the fact that you started out doing makeup for people mm-hmm. in a public setting, you know, in a mall and mm-hmm. you, you wanted to do your own thing. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So take me back to when it went from, I think I kind of like this, but I can, I can make this because that's a lot of people want to do makeup, right? You could have opened a studio and used anybody's makeup. You could have been a celebrity makeup artist. It's Houston. There's celebrities there every day. Mm-hmm. What was it that said, Hey, no, I want a real product. And not only that it's vegan. This was before we you know vegan. It's always been around. I'm not going to say it's, but it's on trend now. Let's just be real. This was before right. it was even cool. So let's yeah. take me, tell me that story. So I was in college, um, I needed a part-time job, needed a job to help support myself, went to the mall to go get a job. I thought I was going to work at like Foot Locker, Great American Cookies, something, whatever. And my friend's like, no, they're hiring over there at that makeup counter. Makeup? I was like, when have you ever seen me do makeup? Like, let's, like, <laughs> let's start there. And she was like, girl, you say you need a job. They hiring. They just hiring people. So I applied, got the job. And so I went from never putting makeup on anybody's face before to working at a makeup counter where I had to put makeup on people's face and start to figure it out as I did it, Um, but ended up becoming the top sales producer um, and found out that that I actually fell in love with making women feel good about themselves. So that's where the love started. And... Uh, my senior year of college, you know, it's like, what you going to be when you grow up? Your parents are asking <laughs> and, and you like, uh, uh, and I, and, um, I didn't have an answer. And so I was like, okay, you got to figure out what you're going to be. And my manager, my store, she said, you should start your own makeup line. I was like, why would I do that? And she was like, because Kim, you sell more makeup than anybody that works here. And she was like, and you sell more makeup, not because you're the best makeup artist but because you are the best at connecting with women. And so um, that kind of sent me on my drive home crying, trying to figure out how do I make a business out of connecting with women, right? And so um, I'm I'm going home crying because I'm still like that. My parents don't understand that. And and, um, taking a faith trip to New York to figure out how to meet a manufacturer. I heard you say earlier when you introduced me talking about uh, some of the websites people go to now to find packaging and stuff like that. And I must, I can be a witness and say, yeah, that was before we were using those websites and it was really hard and very expensive. And so I went to this manufacturing show, found out I did not have enough money to uh, start a makeup line. I got that confirmed. Wow. Um, Devastating. I know. Now, see, that could have been a like, oh, well, dream deferred, right? Could have been. Should have been. Right. That's what that's what a lot of people wanted you to do. I'm sure. Yeah. Those those naysayers. Yeah. 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 And but then um, and even the own naysayer in my own head wanted to just. Yeah. The ultimate one. Yeah. Just want to be like, yeah, that's that ain't it. Right. I got this. (laughs) I got this card from this guy. He gave me his card. He said, he heard me haggling with these manufacturers trying to see if they would lower their prices. Um, but he gave me his card. He said, call him later. 
And um, I ended up, you know, going back to my place, devastated uh, to my friend's place. And like, you know, this ain't going to work out. Uh, but cleaned out my pocket. Look at this card. It says chemist. So I ended up calling the guy up. Long story short, he had retired from Estee Lauder and um, he still had, he still was young enough to have time on his hands and be, have enough energy. Um, and just so happened he was uh, coming to Houston uh, in the next month to come visit a client that he had in Houston. So he had enough time to have dinner with me. And uh, we had dinner uh, and then he, I told him I was interested in starting a makeup line that had natural ingredients, ingredients that I could understand, ingredients that I thought wouldn't break the skin out. I had been doing a lot of research around the ingredients inside of makeup. And um, he said, and I said, but I wanted to fit my skin tone because I'm dark skin. I said, I wanted to fit my skin tone. And so he said, you know what, I'm gonna help you. He said, I got time on my hands. I got enough time to experiment. We can try some stuff out. He said, because I don't know if I can make a line that has natural ingredients that can fit your skin tone. He said, but I used to work at a big brand and they didn't make darker shades because they didn't like the way they looked in the bottle. He said, so I mm. want to, mm. I, he said, I want to write that wrong. And um, uh, 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 from there, you know, it's just like a destiny moment because I couldn't, again, that's just, Wow. Let's talk about the being divine, right? You know, and the honesty of him, because that is so true. I I know now the younger generation, they see Fenty and they see what Rihanna's done. And, and, and before even Rihanna, there were, there were definitely more lines that had maybe darker skin, but him and I are melanin rich y'all. Like we are truly blessed by the pigment, right? Yes. Yes. (laughs) We, we don't want to be orange, right? We don't want to be embalmed. We want to be be natural and glow right we, yes. we want that and yes. and that's another thing that made me love you know and and and, and be inspired by her because i anybody who can rock it like i love my skin tone i know kim does too yes but i know how little girls who don't have the right tools can hate that skin tone and hate that yeah. melanin rich skin you know yeah and yeah. representation matters so much so much so much. much man so you get you get you get this this inkling somebody sparks the flame with something that yeah. was already there she fanned it right she was, yeah she fanned that flame yeah go on, the, on this hunt and mm-hmm. you get just the breadcrumb you need to keep on going yep 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 just the breadcrumb i needed to keep going um and and enough to that i could even eat on right to to give me enough nourishment uh to not not lose faith and to pursue it and so then from there i could come and tell my parents yeah i can start this now you know and um uh had a 500 dollars investment from my mom uh saved up money for my part-time job and that's how i opened up my store shops time mall um and i had a lot of blessing from him he definitely did not charge me what chemists charge um if if you want to know how much it start to you know how much it cost it was a lot of uh favor and freeness in that situation with them and uh that's how i was able to start with me and um um i went from there with that store um had the store in the mall for four years ended up going into bankruptcy the store the mall ended up going into bankruptcy not my business so i had to leave abruptly from the mall and that's how I ended up in Rewrote, um, which 
it it is the the most affluent neighborhood in Houston and and it I mean this is where President Obama came and did his fundraisers and you know all of this stuff right so is that place. and where President Bush is living so. yes. <laughs> let's be exactly. clear y'all exactly. and it was the exactly. cutest little cottage yes. I mean just like I mean I love the the the, the hiccups yeah because I don't think we talk about those enough right yes. we always see people shining and yes. we see you on the billboards in Houston and we see yes. you on the news and I see you win and check these big bonus checks and these yeah. competitions but people don't see you probably crying when you hear Sharpstown is going down and you, had, you know what I mean? What, what those moments, those in your closet crying when you probably want to just pack that, that stuff could still be in your mama's garage in the, in the box. Right. Remember when I had that store in Sharpstown, but something yes. said, keep going. What was that? Something, you know, um, it was, I think, you know, it had a lot to do with a get back to the love for the women and, um, because I know that what I'm doing is a calling. I've answered my call. Um, I grew up in church where, you know, you get the call from God to preach the word, right? I really believe that I got the call to uh, reveal the beauty of women, to connect with women, um, and to help us reach our higher, our higher calling. And so um, that's what keeps me in this. Um, you're talking about 16 years later now that we're talking. Um, I started the business when I was 21. So we're talking about 16 years later. There, There is a calling. There's been so many hiccups, so many moments. I mean, I could tell you, every time you could tell me something big that's happened in my life, I could tell you the background, the back, the back end story to that. So, you know, you could say, like, you know, Kim, I saw you on those billboards. I could tell you, well, that was for Houston Community College. I was on a billboard. They they sponsored those billboards for me and my business um, because I went through their aesthetic school, which is their facial specialty, almost like a cosmetology license. And one of the places where they put the billboard was the same, was right next to the high school that I got kicked out of. So when they look at that billboard and it says change your life me getting that aesthetic sort of cosmetology license for this beauty business it did change my life um and so i could probably tell you a back-end story for every win that i've had that will that will in some way resonate with you uh to connect with your own faith to not give up Meditation is more than a trendy pastime. It's a practice that has changed lives. As a matter of fact, it's changed my life. That's why I've partnered with the folks over at Gaiam to give all of you lovely people an incentive to start your own journey in meditation. Head over to Gaiam.com and use code BRUNCHANDSLAY20 before the end of May to get 20% off of all the meditation basics. Everything from cushions to aromatherapy diffusers, this could be the start of something beautiful and now back to brunch and slay man full circle moment I, and i bet you some of those people still at that school who know <laughs> they know the truth <laughs> So we, like, and then we fast forward, right? So we're hopping around and you have this 
store that's flourishing and you have this reputation uh, for doing great work in Houston and you realize that technology is the thing of the future. And, and, you know, at this point you're, you're married, you're a mom, you have a small child and you decide to close down, you know, your way of living to go pursue the next level. Mm-hmm. What was that? What was that like? Was it what kind of fear? Let's talk about that fear because it had to be some there. Um, it was initially, if we want to talk about in that moment of what I was feeling, it was the fear of allowing my. It was the fear of allowing what I've done before, my own, my previous success, to find my future. It was a fear mm. of. It was a fear of that. Mm. That's that's what I was afraid of. I was more afraid of, you know, uh, being comfortable. I was more afraid to be comfortable than to pursue what our new greatness was. So uh, it was more fear on that end. I wasn't, you know, at the time, I was not fearful of, you know, like, oh, my goodness. I was more fearful of the fact that I was about to, I had a choice and I was about to turn around and go back. Um because I did not, um, I was so comfortable with what the award or something I didn't got before when my future ain't even set up like that, you know? So um, I, I had the, again, I got the calling again. And so it was pushing me and um, my, the pipes, I remember we had the hurricane happen. Um, my store did not flood uh, with the hurricane, but a couple months after we had a winter storm and my pipes burst and it ended up flooding. Mm. We had a rough so, time. That that was that was it. I'm still trying to get over that that stress. Yeah. Of Harvey. Harvey literally did something to a lot of us. Yeah. That was the worst experience. Um so I can only imagine you thought you made it through and then here we go. That was like the third floor in a row. Yeah. Right? We had the yeah. tax day, then we yeah. had Harvey and then yeah. we had that freeze. Oh my god, yeah. it was hard. Yeah. 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 So, so then, but that was also my sign that it was time for me to, time for me to lift and time for me to go and, and, um, and it was time for me to just push, but, but, but the fear, you know, I don't, I don't know if we talk enough about, you know, the fear of what your, your, what your new image could be or, or, or that kind of thing or what, you know, sometimes we just have fear of failing. And I think sometimes it's, it's sometimes just a fear of, you know, whatever I was before, will I still be that? And that's what I had to abort that idea. Oh, I love it. And let's, let's just go ahead and be in spirit right now. Cause it's already here. Right. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about that. Cause that, that fear you were kind of speaking of earlier, I would say that's kind of e- our ego, right. Saying, mm-hmm. will, mm-hmm. can I handle if, if they don't, if they're not checking for me the way they were checking for me on this, right. Can I yep. handle it? Or will I yep. stay in this because my ego cannot, be seen in any other way because yep. what will what will the people say right yeah yep. <laughs> yep. you know i would say that but then that push and and recognizing mm-hmm. it which is the the true blessing here is that you you were used to it and comfortable enough and in tune with it enough to realize you were being pushed and you mm-hmm. were able to take that leap mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and and, mm-hmm. and because of that we now have lamik 2.0 yes so break that down because I was on the website playing around and of course I'm looking at my color match. I was like, look at Kim representing for the chocolate drops. Okay. Yes, so yes. yes. So tell everybody about Lamique 2.0 and, and yes. how you've evolved in this, just what, not even 24 months. So let's yeah, talk about not that. even 24 months yet. Yeah. Um, and I've evolved personally. 
and I've involved with the business. So personally, I've evolved, I, again, um, checking that ego at the door, letting it alone, going, going, I ain't checking for it, so don't need to check for me. Hey. Uh, you know, it's Are we like, on the same page, girl? What are we yes, doing? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So I can get to the next level of things, you know. Um, and, uh, but, but yeah, like personally evolving, I had reached my capacity of knowledge. I had mm-hmm. taken things as far as I can take it. Mm-hmm. Um, I needed some new information. I needed some new downloads. I needed to be around some folks who thought I knew nothing and talked to me like I knew nothing. Um, I, you know, I needed to be definitely a student and not seen as an expert. Um, so, um, that's, that's what I've been going through the past 20 months. Um, and then also evolve the business. So Lamik 2.0, like, you know, understanding that now that the founder has, you know, evolved, then the brand evolves, right? My customers have evolved. The world has evolved around me. And so um, just the way, same way I was a pioneer before, the changes I'm making now, some of them are unrecognizable. Some of them I'm having to educate people on, like taking a quiz before you buy a product so you can get the right thing, you know, having an algorithm in the quiz that it will recommend the right products based on certain questions that you answer. Um, this, oh my gosh, we can ready to release this new tech component to Lamit um, that's coming on our website. We're launching it at South by Southwest in March. Oh, and yes. And congratulations. Um, I know that is a big feat. I don't know oh, if where y'all listening, but South by is a huge deal here uh, in Texas, not just in Texas, but all over. But all over. Congratulations. Yes. That is major. Yes, yes. Major. So we're going to launch it there, but, um, and then it'll be available um, on our website and everything. And it's going to just change the way we even buy products online. We're going to feel more comfortable buying makeup online than we are in person. Um, and so, but going through these changes though, Amir, like it's, it's also uncomfortable for the people who knew you before and doing it a certain way. But at the same time, the same way I was creating clean beauty products and now everybody's talking about having clean beauty products back in 16 years ago is the same way that I'm coming up with this. And I don't know a decade from now people will catch on, but that's not my responsibility. I'm a visionary. I'm a pioneer and I've got to just do and do what I feel led to do and, and, and sort of not worry about the rest. Kim, I have chills. I'm so I'm so honored to be able to even share this moment and and hear this transition because I hear the passion and I've seen it and I think yeah. you're such a genuine person. I think truly whatever that woman told you so many years ago is so true. I think that's why women gravitate to, towards you because it's genuine. Yeah. It's not like you're just pushing a product. Right. Um, there's passion right. and to have a woman who looks like me, who's yeah. doing it and doing yeah. it with such excellence and integrity, man. Yeah. yeah. And, and you're not just spreading the love and beauty. You are passionate about the community. You have raised over $300,000 for African-American women who are uninsured to get proper testing and, and health care. Why is that something that was important to you? Because, um, well, I started doing it in 2014. Since 2014, we've raised um, that six-digit figure. Um, and my mom... Uh, who gave me that investment actually um, developed breast cancer in 2011, 2012, 2012, because she couldn't go to certain things, 2012. And um, in 2014, 
um, she made her transition, she passed away. And I, um, I, I didn't feel like my mom left me. I felt like my mom took a new residence inside of me. And everything that she would wanted to do, she talked about saving young women with young children um, with breast cancer. She talked about getting access to mammograms. Uh, my mom got her mammogram on a, on a bus, on a mobile unit that came out to her church. Um, and that same uh, breast health center who she got her mammogram through is the same breast health center that I've been raising the money to go to. So um, I have, um, there's a woman named Chris Noble um, who, and, and I'm making specific and kind of sharing a description of her because I'm, I, I want us to really, I really want our country to heal in a lot of ways and bring us together uh, to show that we can do some awesome things. Chris Noble is a white woman um, who, um, who who saw me at an event and who said it's something about you I need to connect with and let me give you my card let's go and have lunch let's talk and we went to lunch we we did that she's now my adopted mother um she really took the reins and and has been there and been my support and we've been in a community um doing this work and I owe um, it all to my mother who, um, man, uh, is, is such a timeless woman and who I'm grateful that her legacy is that she is passing down her virtue and her character uh, to a girl who put her through a lot. <laughs> um, but, uh, but, but I'm so grateful to be able to do this work because um, there's so much that needs to be done and we need to raise awareness around metastatic breast cancer uh, because it's creating havoc in the lives of African-American women. Mm, man, that's, that's beautiful. What a way to, to just raise up and, and, and leave her legacy and, and shine on it. And, and she raised a phenomenal woman. You know, we all have things that that if you hadn't have done that, where would you be now, right? If you hadn't have had those those moments, mm-hmm. man. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as you are growing and you're evolving with Lamique 2.0, I know that people want to get their hands on, other than if they can't come to South by Southwest, I know right. you're doing pop-ups now. Yeah, yes, yes. We are doing pop-ups now, and we have pop-ups on a regular basis, and we're taking our pop-ups um even around the country we have some cities that we're going to be going to in the fall um so i would recommend anybody go to our website lamikebeauty.com or follow us on social media instagram lamique beauty and they can be a part and they can come out and then also they can get access as we release new products over the next year uh, because now we're re-releasing our whole line and the first products that we release first is our brow kit and now we're going to be releasing our mascara next with the subscription because you're supposed to change out your mascara every two to three months um so see y'all hear that y'all hear that <laughs> stop putting those that in there. drops in that mascara <laughs> <laughs> please <laughs> so we are we are doing things like that and we have a subscription for that so you don't have to remember it and all of that but um but we're also going to be releasing new products over the next year so please come with us on this journey we're launching this together um 
Uh, one other thing I did uh, to show that this is a together thing is that I did a crowdfunding campaign um, and we raised, uh, I think like $50,000 in 30 days from our community um, so we could relaunch Lamique 2.0. And um, I am so grateful because the reason why I did that campaign was because I wanted women to be aware because there's so many entrepreneurs that look like us that are suffering um, in silence and they're not having the resources that they need for their businesses. And so I decided to stop suffocating and share with people that people that black women are only raising 0.002% of venture capital and that we need help and we need funding. So I took it to my audience and, and they put, they put up and, and instead of shutting up. Right. And so they, they put in and, and now we're looking to do some bigger things to raise more money because we need to do that. But I just wanted to shine a light on the fact of what's happening. And now I'm starting to see other people make moves uh, to be able to raise capital for their businesses. But it's, it's such a plight we still have up against us to, to conquer. Yeah, but we got trailblazers like you leading the way and educating in a way that we can understand and easily digest. So I have to know, um, you know, you have definitely shared and, and been so vulnerable with us. What vibes and prayers can we send your way to help you along your journey this year? Just come on a journey with me. Um, don't, don't leave me out here by myself. Um, just come on here with me. Rather you, rather you sign up for the email list and you open up the email and you see what's going on and then you participate rather you um send in a picture of a friend to say you know i would love to surprise her with a makeover or something like how can we help make that happen for her like just just participate rather you need something um rather you have something to give um i i just would love for people just to come on a journey with me oh how cool is that now this saturday you can brunch with anybody in the world, dead or alive. Who are you brunching with? Cicely Tyson. Ooh. Ooh, I know she had. I bet you, you know what? I bet you Cicely can drink some mimosas. <laughs> <laughs> Something tells me that she knows how to carry her bubbles. I know she does. <laughs> yes. 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 I think she does. <laughs> so, so why Cicely? Why Cicely? To be honest, um, like I said, like I'm such on a building type of vibe right now that um, I want to hear from our elders right now. Um, and I want to, um, I just want them to speak and I want them to tell their story. And I, and I, and I feel like there could be some parallels in there, but I just, I just feel like wisdom would flow. I just, I just want to hear what the elders have to say. I really want to give the microphone to the elders and I just want to hear what they have to say um, because history repeats itself a lot of times. And some of the things that I'm seeing right now and experiencing, um, they, I, I really feel like a person like her might have insight for she's definitely a trailblazer she's definitely still active i want to still be working at 95 i don't you know everybody talk about retirement i think yeah i want to start doing things in different ways don't get me wrong but i definitely want to still be able to work at 95 um and uh, i just want to hear what, what her as an elder i, I want to hear her story and that's really cool now where where do you want people to follow you and support you which platform is your love right now Instagram is my love right now. Um, and 
actually being on my email list is my love right now. So um, uh, Instagram is for the company is at Lamique Beauty um, and L-A-M-I-K, um, love and makeup and kindness is what it stands for, but Lamique Beauty. And then for Kim Roxy, it's the Kim Roxy, T-H-E-K-I-M-R-O-X-I-E. Um, if you can follow me on there, connect with me on there, send me a message. Um, I'm very, I love to communicate, um, and to help other people build what they're working on. So if you send me a message, tell me what you're working on. I don't care if you live in Idaho, cause you have, you have people that listen in from all over the country. Um, and you have people that are following your program from all over. So, um, I don't care where you live. You never know who I know or who can help you. So definitely send me a message, reach out, get me involved with what you have going on. Let's be on each other's journey. Wait a minute. I thought you might want to know about what's happening next week. Yes. I will say this, that in my twenties, I over-sacrificed and the recession taught me that the biggest lesson I got from the recession is that, that the money is meant to be used responsibly. Yes. But to also enjoy, I did not go on vacation. I was not, I mean, at one point my parents gave me money to get clothes. They were like, girl, are you homeless? <laughs> like they were like Tiffany and they, they did not know I had $40,000 saved. So they're like, here's our credit card. And my parents never, they're not the credit card. Here you are parents at all. Oh man, like, you were doing bad Tiffany. <laughs> yes. And so like, because you know, in my mind, I was, I was so focused on, I'm going to save every penny nickel. Dime. I mean, I saved everything and I over-sacrificed. And then when I lost everything during the recession, I thought I'm not going to do that again that there has to be a way to be responsible, but also live. And that's how I live now that I'm responsible, but I live, I go on vacation, I get my hair done, I get my nails done. So the recession taught me that because it didn't like, it, it made me realize that sometimes there are things that are out of your control that I had done all the right things and I lost everything. And I didn't want to ever go back there again, feeling like, well, dang, you spent the last five, six years not living, you know, to work up to something that didn't happen. You should be living as well as working at the same time. So it was a huge lesson in that oh i love it man kim as always it has been an absolute pleasure thank you for sharing your journey and sharing your yourself with us tonight or today <laughs> yes yes thank you for having me thank you for giving us a voice and thank you for keeping the faith and keeping going um because there's so much in store for what you're doing. And um, I want you to know uh, that what you do matters. So thank you. Oh, thank you, Kim. And if y'all loved hearing Kim and I, Kiki like schoolgirls, and, and, and really share, you know, things we're passionate about, then I want you to share this episode with a friend. That's it. Just share it with somebody who you know, this will kind of help them along their day to day. And go ahead and follow Kim. She does have great content, y'all. And check out uh, Lumik 2.0 and, and just support and show the love. So, and, and, and no matter what, I want you to remember that if she can, I can, we all can. 